Lockdown Day 62. Justin has been a naughty boy. Ashley has been behaving himself impeccably. You always a good boy. To break down his behaviour in the last week and all the bad things he's done, I've got a special guest, Justin Panks. Come in, Justin. Hiya, dear 62 in lockdown. I was going to do it and I thought, no, there's no point doing that. No point doing it. So that reminded, I just thought of a, sorry, say again. There's no point doing an accent in front of you, the man of a million voices. Dear, dear 61 in lockdown, Ash is in the kitchen again. (laughs) All right, mate, I get it. (laughs) If he could fit his head in the fridge, he'd ram it right in there. So... I had to get you on both counts there. I just had played a little scenario in my head. You're being impeccably behaved. I'm being a naughty boy. So I just had a thought then. I played a scenario in my mind and I'm going to ask you a hypothetical question. I want you to consider it and consider it well. Okay, yes, please. So you said you've been a nice, good boy. Yeah, I've been a naughty boy. Hmm. So let's imagine the unlikely friendship of Ashel F and Jussie P back in the day. Let's imagine we're a similar age. Yeah, we are a similar age. Yeah, but more similar age, the same age. We're both seven years old. We strike up this unlikely friendship at school. Mm. We become friends and start hanging around, having play dates. Yeah, you're a bit rough. This is what I'm going to say. One of our parents would think, oh, I'm glad he's friends with him. He's a good influence. Whose parents would be happier and whose parents would be more disappointed that you and I were friends? Um... My parents took little to no interest in my doings in that regard. So, for example, I told you about I told you about the boy I was friends with that uh, his dad was an alcoholic and just gave us like a, an engine and put fuel in a motorbike that we found in the woods. Like they never knew about that. They certainly never told me not to be friends with someone. I lived in Pitsy and Basildon as well. They are rough. Yeah, areas. that's true. This is the I, thing. You, I think I'm a naughty boy, but can, compared to where you come from, I'm a yeah. bumpkin. I like broke into a house. I set fire to a field. So why do you present this image of yourself as this little goody two shoes? Because, I mean, I I was really genuinely lucky that we left there simply because I would have just been a thick kid. Like, my dad has got... My mum and dad, they're both very intelligent people, but my dad's got incredible sort of general knowledge. But my... I think I would have just grown up being a div kid. You know what I mean? Like me? Do you think I'm a div? I think I'm a div. No, I don't think you are, because you have an ethic, a work ethic. I know we would laugh at it, but you do have an ethic of working to get what you want um like you would have worked you would be if you weren't a comedian you'd have gone into your dad's business you'd have worked your fingers you'd have had calluses on your hands i have after after all this time in lockdown mate (laughs) but i i think the fact we moved away from that area and then i went to a better school and i very much fell into the nice boys group at school nice boys I fell in of this football team. I'd never played football before I was 11. Nice and boys then, FC. Basically, that's what it was. We won two games a season against the only team that was worse than us. We were the most sporting boys. We were nice boys. And I've grown up. All my friends, I've, I've still got a lot of those friends. You know, we never did drugs. We never 
Well, I guess you'd say we were boring, but that's who we were. I'd that's say we you're an absolute bunch of fannies. Yeah, you would. I but... mean, you guys on tour, that must have been... We went on a football tour and, oh, God, Wednesday was crazy, man. We went to the... We went to the art museum and I bought two bookmarks in the gift shop. Crazy! Well, I told you we went to um, we went to Amsterdam a couple of years ago for a stag do. No one did anything that was that is not legal in this country. We had a lovely time at some breweries. We had a lovely cycle around the town. We we drank a lot. We got pissed up, but we didn't get into fights. We That's didn't... nice because I. How old were you? Uh, 38. Oh, fair enough. When I was in my early 20s, I would go out of my way to be an utter gobshite. Yeah, I was never... So that's the... We'd have drifted apart when you become a dick when you had had a drink. It's not that. It was deliberate. This is the thing. It was so deliberate. It was yeah. so... It wasn't, I don't know how to behave. It was like, I know exactly how to behave and to do the opposite. It was kind of like my little rebellious punk streak in me. Yeah. That kind of agitator, provocative, like... I do feel very lucky, the decisions that both my parents made and that I've made. But my dad always said, the reason I made the decisions I made was because of the things they had instilled in me with this incredibly subtle parenting they did. Yeah, that's the way. They let you... That's the way to do it. You let your child think they're finding their own way, but actually you're surreptitiously guiding them. It's either that or they did fuck all. No, I don't know did. whether no, no, they were no, incredibly no, no. subtle. I'd love to get an honest answer on that because my mum would go, didn't we? Didn't we? How's your brother? The similar to you? Not similar to me, actually. I mean, well, then they did fuck all. I take it back. That was just luck of the draw. Like, for example, when he was about 14, 15, he had a paper round and he would just sort of every so often refuse to do it. And they'd, my mum would be like, well, you've got to do it. You've got 300 papers to deliver. And he'd go, no, I'm not doing it. And they'd been delivered. They're in the lounge, these papers. They used to get dropped off. They were like, you know, like the, it was called the yellow advertiser. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's free ads like, up here. It'd be, I'm not doing it. And well, you've got to, they're all here. Yeah, well, I'm not. So, and then I'd go out, me and my mum and dad would have to go out and deliver all these papers. I've got more in common with him than you. That's me to yeah, a T. Yeah, you have. He's I, had 30 jobs. But again, his heart has got a heart of gold. Again, me did, and him, a lot in common. He, I don't know what he got up to. I've never never really asked. But he was a, you know, he was a, more of a drinker. He, he was a rugby boy. He was an American footballer. I've told you that. He was picked for Great Britain. He could have been. Wow. He could have. He was a drummer in a band. He got asked to drum on tour with Gary Glitter. He turned it down. Oh, my God. How old was he? I reckon he was eight. we can't afford a stool you're gonna have to sit on my lap he would have been about 20 25 24 25 all right um but he acted he had a spirit doing with you you dud get him on here (laughs) he uh he um he just and he's always done manual work good man but he's he's an unlucky he's he's had unluckiness Oh, if he's I've... anything like me, you engineer that. There's nothing you want more than to be the gallant loser. But I feel like I've had the opposite. I've had tremendous luck. Mm. Like, absolutely the luckiest son of a bitch. You make your own luck. No, I don't think so. I don't think I've earned anything good that I've ever had. 
No. Oh well. But I'm not, in a privileged position. I'm in a privileged position. Does that make position. you feel? Does that make you feel smug and happy, or fill you with deep remorse? Yeah, deep remorse, dread. Yeah. Black. Lo- black depression, deep in my very being. Do you not think that the human condition and the the balance of happiness within oneself and self-acceptance is that fine line between being able to appreciate your good fortune and privilege and not let it drag you down? Because I... I I, I think that I can become addicted to doing the right thing and getting shafted. Yeah. So there's no doubt. And you can become addicted to that. There's like nothing said, worse the... than telling someone how outraged you are about something and them going, well, I see their point of view with that. Or yeah. isn't this awful? Not really. Oh, but there is something God. so seductive and romantic about being definitely hard done by. Yes. Like, objectively so. And I think that we that you can gravitate towards that point of view and that sort of self maudlin. You uh, can find it. Yeah, you can access it when you're drinking neat whiskey late at night and listening to certain songs. And it's oh, so. No, if only this had happened to me. Oh, if only that... I'd have. Had... But then, so I've got the opposite, and I've got this black hole of dread because, like, even for every as a kid, I wanted to be a stand up, and I wanted to work. I wanted to be a DJ, a radio DJ. Right. That was mm-hmm. it. That was my. That's all I ever wanted. I wanted to. I thought I wanted to be a physiotherapist or football, but that was only because I wanted to be a footballer, and I was obviously shit at football. So you just wanted to touch footballers. Yes, basically, I wanted to be in the world. So then, basically, one day Richard Sandling, the comedian, messaged me and said, "I've booked you five minutes stand out of nowhere. I've booked you five minutes of stand up. It's on this date. You need to write it." That I did that. And from that point, I I got lucky with a bit of stand-up that I wrote that people liked. And I got 100 gigs because of that one bit of stand-up. Yeah, but you can't say that's luck. That's taking an opportunity. That's taking your chance. Okay, I thought of a bit of stand-up that was five minutes long that people would book me for, right? You, You were thrust into a situation that was an opportunity. And because of your ability... You made the, that opportunity became something. That is the that, yeah, but that's that's the truth. But I don't, I can't see yeah, it. Yeah, but the first part's luck. I didn't do anything, and then you did, you did, you did. You can't say that. Well, I'm saying it now. Anyway, let me okay. finish. Then, for example, right. another comedian that we know, Ross McGrain, worked on a radio station, and he said. Oh, you know what? I need a co-host for this show that I'm doing because the other guy can't do it. Do you want to do it? And I said, yeah, I do. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's going to be a football podcast, a football radio show every Saturday on this radio station. Oh, and by the way, now the other guy isn't going to do it at all. You're just going to be that host. And then that show was pulled and they went, oh, you just have your own show. And, you know, learn your learn your skill. Again, again, that's not luck, Ash. Uh, someone worked as a studio warm-up for the Football League TV show. He didn't want to do it anymore. Ash, do you want to do it? Yes, I do want to do it. Okay, well, now you're working in football with meeting footballers doing stand-up comedy. So that guy who... Right, let's let's look at that specific example. That guy that didn't want to do the warm-up and ask you. Yeah. How many comedians did he know of? A thousand. So why did he ask you? Don't know. Because obviously you're good at what you do. That's not luck. I can't accept it. I know it's difficult to accept, but it's more, it's, it's, he, everyone, like, I used to play poker, and everyone's got that bad beat story where they played the hand impeccably well, they did everything right, but the cards went against them, and they lost when they shouldn't have. 
Mm. Why are we so ready to accept and and immerse ourselves in that? Yet when you when you do well and something comes your way because of your hard work and your talent, why is that so difficult to f- admit? I don't. It's not just even that. I've got it. I feel it about like meeting my girlfriend. I feel oh yeah, it, you're ridiculously lucky there. But I do. I, I saw her and I was like, oh, she's nice. And, and then. She's- you know, yeah, she couldn't have felt the same. I still, I said well, to someone the other day, I think less of her that she's with me, genuinely. Well, the thing about that is, is in terms of first impressions, I mean, you do stand, I mean, she, you're, you're hard, you know, you stand out in a crowded room. Yeah, because, because of, of the, your massive head. My statistics. No, you can see your head from space. Your head in the Great Wall of China have something in common. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't know how we got into this, but I feel like I'm having a therapy session. I basically no, it's it's good. Like... Keep talking. Keep talking. But no, you have to accept. Right, this is what I've learned. Try to tell myself. Yes, I have. I have had some bad luck. Yes, I've had some good luck. But not everything that happens to me that's good is fortune that I didn't deserve. But I have to also accept a lot of the negative things upon me have been brought about by my own actions. It's yeah. not, I am not, I am not a passenger in this universe. Some things you can control and some things you can't and some things you can, and you have to know the difference and you have to hold your hands up and go that bad thing that happened. I brought that about. And also, which is more difficult to accept is, you know, that good thing that happened to me, I got that through hard work and talent and I, I'm not like there yet. Any hard work. I'm not there yet, but I at least now know the paradigm. I, I, I see it. I see it and I can grasp it. I just have to be able to apply it without even saying it's making me cringe. I've got the douche chills. Yeah, I but, see. This is the thing as well. I think we're very similar in that respect. Like but, we just come crunch, at things a different angle. Well, no, I think we're coming at it from the same angle, but I've just, like I said, I can't do it. I, but I know it's... I, I'm starting to think that's the right way to think. A, it's a way to think. I didn't know it was a way to think. But B, it's like, I, I've got I've got to change my ways. I'm 44. This is... I haven't got long. I mean, long to live. But, I mean, if I'm going to do anything I want to do and be happy and live the best life I can... you really do feel like you've still got the chance to go back and do it again. No, I haven't, have you? No, you haven't. But I still you... feel like I still feel like I oh, will start that soon. I'm going to start that thing I want to do. Or I don't play football anymore. I can't wait to play football again. Well, I'm not playing football again. Yeah, and I... every time you play football, you're going to be a bit slower. Your reaction's going to be a bit worse. The I can't recovery wait time's until going I can go down the pub every Friday with my mates again. I haven't done that for twenty years. Yeah, no, you got to, you got to let go. That's the thing. You can't change the past, but you can shape the future. Am I going to be uh, playing? walking football and being happy with that i don't know well you gotta be happy with it and if you're not happy with it you do something else um so this is my thing i i i accept that not everything bad that happened to me is bad luck i deserve some bad i also deserve some good and there's some bad things that happened that I didn't deserve. And there's some good that happened to me that I didn't deserve. But on average, it balances itself out. So I've got to accept that as the same for everyone. And I've got to put my fears of whatever it is, fear of fear of success behind me and just try and be happy and move on and do the best I can. And that's it. I'm a human being. I'm not perfect. And I don't even know if I've accepted that about myself yet. No, but it's good to say it, isn't it? Yeah, but I think most of us want to present a, some sort of 
perfection like you know if you say for example you decided to stop eating all animal products and didn't stop banging on about it yeah that sort of thing for example but uh yeah no i am um... i'm vegan as well oh sorry i thought oh, you were I gonna don't... say you were vegan what yeah I'm, I'm thinking about becoming a vegan i think cause... you could become a vegan and well not... if you can't really become a good person you can just do that and everyone and pretend you are i think that's a big part of it it's a I think that's oh, a there's problem. a big chunk of that going on. People pretending to be good. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. But I, I, I think what it is is I've got to accept that that I've got to accept my flaws and the the less than savoury aspects of my character. I have to accept those. One of your flaws, I... ironically, is flaws, isn't it? Like that flaw that you took ages to put down. Yeah, that's true. My flaw, yeah, that is true. I have got. Uh, that, I'm lazy. I'm lazy. That's okay. I'm very lazy. No, I That's don't one. believe you. I am. I'm lazy. I don't think it's laziness. I think it's fear of achieving the thing you're set out to do. I think that is Why the start disease? doing something because you might get it done. Yeah, the disease is that fear of success. The, the, the symptom is laziness. One of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You the know. symptom is laziness. I'll give you that. Yeah. It, it seems lazy. It's like, why try? Because if I try and it doesn't work... Mm. then I've I failed. So what are you more scared of, Ash? Trying and failing? Yes. Or trying and succeeding? <laughs> or not... Or is it is it, is it preferable to not try and yeah. say... Well, that's well, my mindset. Well, I didn't try, so I didn't succeed. Of course, that's if I hadn't mindset. tried, I might have... You'd rather think you may have succeeded, but not find out. My mindset is to not do it, and then it goes away. And then you look back and go, oh, I could have been that. And go, oh, that person did that, did they? Oh, fuck. <laughs> that bloke in the... You don't want to be that bloke in the pub that had trials for West Ham. No, I wouldn't have gone to the trials. No, because he, he didn't get asked either, but he just says that because there's something about the... There's something about that... What I could have been, but look at me here. But Is that then, a working class see, thing? Because I just, it's about throwing so, enough shit sometimes, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like putting enough stuff. So even in comedy, for example, we've talked about this lockdown with people doing content, content, content. And it, some of it's unbearable. But I also think maybe you should be putting something out. If you, you might not find it unbearable, everyone else might. But you should be doing that if that's what you feel like you should be doing. Can I say something that a realization I had about this very podcast? Please, please do. Yes, please. And this con online content. Now, on my Facebook, I've got I've got two Facebook accounts. One is my just like people I went to school with and lived. I haven't logged into that for probably eighteen months. And then I've got the one which is like my comedy one, if you like, like which is all. So most of the everyone on my Facebook is related to comedy. Now, a lot of people are going live on Facebook. Now, I assume they're fa that basically what I'm saying is this podcast isn't for other comedians. We've got actual listeners. Yes. We've got an actual audience. Yes. But going live on Facebook, is that not just for other comedians? It, like, it would be if, if we you did, were doing it, do yeah. Um, but it, it might be for other comedians, but they the hope is they share it so them so you could have 2000 friends on facebook but a thing can be viewed by a million people because that's they share. true i guess that's true but what i was saying is there's a very distinct difference between actually making content for people and doing it to raise that's your true. profile within that the industry 
Yeah, but I had the conversation with someone yesterday that me and you had about it doing more harm than good. There are certainly... I mean, I've seen acts slagging off other act content and I thought, oh, they hate that person now because of what they've done in the lockdown. Yeah. Like, they're oh, not yeah, going totally. to book that person. They this will badmouth that person. This is what I'm saying. That content shouldn't be for other comedians' consumption, so why... I don't know. You've got to choose your platform. But then maybe people are using their Facebook page, which shouldn't yeah, be. Like, yeah. if you've got a page on Facebook, it's meant to be for your fans. No, that's the thing. I see. I don't see I Facebook don't as that. It. I see Twitter as that. Yeah, I, I see. Yeah. I see Facebook as they're called friends. Where on Twitter they're called followers. I think there is a difference there. Yeah, but you can have a Facebook page. Like we don't, but we yeah, just don't true. use Facebook. Yeah, no. like that's the thing. We yeah. should have a pranks and fur. We no. have got a pranks and fur Facebook page. We just don't use it. No, true. You you got me there. But that's just that's that might be. But that's just my perception that Facebook is like same uh, here. Same here. I see Facebook as friends, people I know. I would see Facebook as the green room, and I yeah. would see Twitter as being on stage. I, I see it as that. Yeah, but, I love Twitter. For all the negativity about Twitter, I love it. Yeah, well, I had to come off there, but maybe I'll go back on. But I love that interaction, and I do feel like the people who listen to this podcast, the core... They, 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 there is a vocal group that get in yeah. touch and no, and it's nice. And... But I think that's that's I think that is the analogy. I think that's exactly what it is. I see. To me, Facebook is the green room, the car journey, the inside chat with other comedians, and I see Twitter as your the the show, the public, the pundits. The weirdest thing about the podcast that we are doing right now is that I am having a conversation with you and loads and loads of people are listening to it like they're hearing me say these words and it is for those people it is for you listener but i don't do it for you i never ever ever think about no that no I've because i think then, then it becomes that. inauthentic yeah agreed yeah this and is a conversation this yeah. is a podcast for me and, and you this... to have a chat that and people i love might the fact be interested in that it's it is what it is talking. This is a very different episode. To, this is a quite a deep, introspective. Might some might say boring, some might say interesting. But this yeah, is the mood know. I'm in. Yeah, this know. is the we mood I'm know. in. This is the mood I'm in today. So this is what you get. This and is it. Just... We, we never cater the podcast to the listener. I don't no. think, and that might be to our detriment. But I don't care because I want this to be this. Yeah. Like if you want to listen to this podcast, it's because this is what it is. If we it's start what it can doing... be. Yeah, it's what it can be. This is how bad it can be, listener. Like I'm th- now, so now I saw that I still, but this is the thing. I've just acknowledged the listener. Literally hadn't thought about no. him or her. And now I have thought about it. I still ain't changing. I'm, I haven't, I don't feel the impetus no. to all of a sudden be entertaining. This is what it is. Well, yes, because there was a conversation I had with uh, young Mr. Bremer um, this week where he had some points of view. And I disagree. I agreed with some of the points he raised, definitely. But some of them... I did not agree with. I can't even think of specifics now because I, I think the listener should understand that I think we are staggered by the fact that people listen to this podcast. Are we not? I am. Yeah, I am. I am. I am. Well, of course, because I, because when you know yourself, and no one knows yourself better than no one knows oneself better than one. I've got nothing. 
in my brain that I find interesting because I know it all and the thoughts originate from my psyche. So, but like I listen to other people talk and I find them interesting and really not saying anything amazing, but I just like the way they talk. I like their point of view. So I have to assume and accept that maybe some people think that about us. I mean, I wouldn't. I listen to all sorts of shit. Exactly. That's like, exactly. I, I just said that in a quite grandiose my, way. Yeah. My girlfriend came into the lounge the other day, and I, and I mean this, you'd top yourself if you spent five minutes listening to this. But I listened to a uh, a YouTube video which was animated about football statistical analysis and how it can be altered and. You know, how it's a good thing, but need to be careful with it. And and she came in and went, what the fuck is this shit? And I was like, oh, it's really interesting. And then I was like, no, it isn't at all interesting to anyone other than who it's interested to. Interesting to. You know what I mean? It's Who gives a shit? Unless at that particular moment you give a shit about football analysis and statistics, it means fuck all. It's boring as hell. Yeah. Yeah. But I found it interesting then, at that point. Yeah, no, no, you mean it's the mood you're in. And that's what I'm saying. So if I'm in, if we're in this mood, a bit more introspective and sombre, let's just go with it because there will be someone that won't... I don't know, you can't match... I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it any other way. No, exactly. So, and also I've got a full Unless disclosure. Unless I was a guest. If I was a guest on a podcast... Yeah, no, no, yeah, you try and match you the tone then. To but this is, our, yeah. this is our gig, mate. This is our bat and ball. So I've got to also say, full disclosure, I'm 48 hours removed from projectile vomiting. Yeah, yeah, you've had terrible illness as well. I've been really <laughs> ill and I don't know where it came from, but it all came out of my nose. I was violently ill and I hadn't slept. Well, that yeah. night I was shivering and then boiling hot every five minutes. I was taking the duvet off then getting under it. You know when you get under the duvet, drenched in sweat, then you take it off, and then you're like shivering, and it was like that. You've had coronavirus. No, I've had a sickness bug from somewhere, and then you ate last... some chicken. You said, "I said, where have you got it from?" You went, "I don't know." I did have some chicken curry that was eight months out of date. Well, <laughs> it wasn't. Like, it was very hot, uh, very hot, which is lovely going down. But when you projectile vomit and it comes out of your nose. A really super hot curry might be the worst possible food to have in your stomach. Let me tell you the worst possible food to have in your stomach. When you're a greedy, gluttonous, fat pig of a man right. and you've eaten. Have you ever had those like peanut watsits? They're like yes. watsits, but they're peanut yeah. flavour. Yeah. I ate like what you would call a family share size bag of them right, to myself when I was on holiday. I gobbled them up, swallowed them down. And then that night I'd had food poisoning and I was sick. But what came out was one giant peanut Watsit. I was going to say, does that all not just congeal together? Yeah, yeah. It just come out like a big long sausage of peanut Watsit. What are we doing? What are we doing as a species, even manufacturing <laughs> stuff like that? What is it? You grind up a load of maize. Yeah. Then it's, if you had that in a bowl... It would just, like you said, it would just be like one big solid lump of, like, polenta. 
Yeah. But it's all fluffed up with air. But in your stomach, it must all just go together and form this like... Yeah, you, you masticate it for that purpose. You chew it to push those bits, the gaps out of it. And yeah. It's, it, there is a weird thing about like how pathetic and weird it is that you go, all right, I'm having dinner now, so I'll have that. And well, now I'm having some sort of pudding or afters or dessert, depending on whether you're a snob or a scum. And then you, you eat that five minutes later. But in your stomach, it's all just one globule. Yeah, it, I never did agree with dessert. I never was a dessert person. Never. I I have, but I don't have it anymore. But I am. I love a dessert. Obviously, look. At this the is my. This is my. This is my thought of dessert. Right. Let's say you go for an. You so let's say, you're going for the the most intense and high end gastronomic gastronomic experience you could. So you go to somewhere like I don't know. You go to a. You don't eat meat, so this okay. But you go to a steakhouse. You spend forty quid on the finest cut of steak, and it's subtly aged. It's it's cooked in a certain way. It's served with a jus, all these complicated flavors, umami notes, and ideas of like because the know, uh, Jewish are the best at cooking. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so then you eat that, and then you wash it down with sugar, which all just <laughs> <laughs> so like. So for three hours after, so three hours after this like gastronomic experience of all these subtle flavours of like this root vegetable cooked in a certain way, married with this cut of meat, and then you just have like, yeah, I'll have some uh, sugar and uh, cream. It's just the most basic shit. Sweet, sweetness is such. I don't know. I just it's just that spoils it. I love sweetness. I get I got annoyed with someone the other day because obviously it was Easter last week, and someone um, called dark chocolate adult chocolate. I was like, it's disgusting. And I've had this on Twitter this week. I don't believe anyone actually likes dark chocolate. What? No, I don't believe... It doesn't matter what you say. I don't believe that you prefer it. I don't believe it. Hand on heart. Hand on heart. Kids' lives. I would choose 85% dark chocolate over any other chocolate. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. And I think you believe it. I just don't believe it. But I drink... My favourite drink in the world... Black coffee that tastes like cigarettes, same yeah. as dark chocolate. Yes. So that is my taste. I know what you're saying, and it's it might be acquired and it might be marginal, but I, I honestly prefer bitter to sweet. Yeah, I believe you think that. You should, no, I've, I could choose to not eat it. <laughs> I know. So I do think it. Got it? No, uh, yeah, I, I know. That I, this is what I'm saying. I know... I absolutely, hand on my heart, know that you think you think that. So, okay, opposed to what? That the other stuff's much nicer and better. But that's that's like subjective. a galaxy chocolate bar is better than no, a. Oh my god, you picked the worst one. It, it is much better. It's that's the one that's all sort of I like can't it doesn't even, even snap. Like I when can't you even break eat it. it. When you when you bend a galaxy, it sort of bend it, doesn't snap, it's all yeah. gooey. Yeah, oh, it's so horrible. full of rich chocolate in sugar and cream. It's, yeah, it's no chocolate in that. I would like to know, I know the percentage. I know, I know, but it is definitely nicer. Do you know what I had for breakfast this morning? Was it No, I don't. No. Black I pudding. had I had my own uh, propriety perfect coffee 
which is half a cup made with AeroPress and then with one Nespresso pod in it to give it the crema on top. <laughs> Just dropped in like a shot in a Jaeger no, no, I do it with an Nespresso, but I do, a, I do an AeroPress. <laughs> I just love the idea of you pulling off the top of an Espresso like, and dropping like an it in a Jaeger bomb No, style. drop the whole pod in like an ice cube. No, yeah. I, I, I do half a cup of AeroPress with like... Jot that bread. down. I like that idea of something funny. I don't know why. Okay. And then I... Uh, <laughs> and then I... So I had that and I had... a bar of green and blacks the small bar the one that's sort of like the size of a uh what's it the size of like an oyster card of um green and blacks organic 85 percent chocolate dipped in it and i sat in my garden and i was making orgasm noises as it was melting on my tongue and it's I'd incredible watch. what you can teach the human brain to believe it's just what i like yeah yeah that's got... what i'm talking about yeah no, That's... I don't. But I, I've got. I could choose to eat anything else. Yeah, I could choose to put. A, I could put a spoonful of sugar in my coffee. There's no reason other than I do prefer it. But yeah, you, you seem think... to think there is a reason. Yeah, yeah. I think you think you prefer it. I believe that you prefer Galaxy. Why can't you believe that I prefer dark chocolate? Um, because I think it's a lie that you've been forced to believe. I'm not blaming you. I don't think you're to blame for you thinking you believe that. This is it's like the religion. But... You know when people are yeah. brought up believing a religion. I don't blame those people. I think they've been indoctrinated into it by some weird, for some weird reason to make society work in some way. I don't know. Is this all not part of that? What we were just speaking about that I can accept things about myself but also i can accept that you think differently to me do you struggle with that is yeah. that where this is this where this sort of like proselytizing veganism comes from do you think i'm a proselytizing vegan i think all vegans have got a little bit of that in them no i don't do that i don't think i think, I think that if you say to someone why are you vegan there is always a slight subtext where they explain what happens to animals and it's a bit... They're trying to red pill someone and trying to sort no, of... I don't think... I think if you're happy with the murder, slaughter and exactly. horrific... Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I... I, I resp- I, I'm glad you're a vegan. And, I'm, and I, th- I believe that you think you're making a difference to the animals. I think that you think that's no, worth I doing. I actually don't think that's worth doing. <laughs> I... I have. I feel. So I philosophically... this is your dark chocolate moment. Congratulations! You've just solved the riddle. You've just solved the riddle. You believe that I believe I'm making a difference, but you know that I'm not. I feel the same. Well, the world is still a terrible place, and the I animals doing... are still dying, and the environment is falling apart. But I think I'm making a difference. You believe yeah. that dark chocolate and the other thousands is... of people that like it believe that dark chocolate is more adult and better and a less childish decision. See, you've got a chip on nicer. your shoulder. But I didn't it say that. Isn't. You've got a chip on your shoulder. It's a I dark didn't... chocolate You've got a chip, chip on your shoulder. Yeah, no. But this is the thing. You've got the hump that someone said it's adult. Because in a deep, deep down inside, you kind of know that you're eating little kiddie sweeties with your galaxy and your sherbet dip dabs. Listen to your tone. Listen to your tone. But, no, Who I'm talking. I'm adopting this too. Ash, Ash, I'm adopting the tone that you hear in your voice that is providing this chip on your shoulder. I do not think that dark chocolate is better than. I just prefer it. You can't even accept that. 
No, I think you definitely think that. <laughs> I think that you definitely think that being a vegan's good, but I think it isn't. I think it's I think it's actively bad. Well, there you go. I think that yeah. it's arrogance well, that you good. think you're not part of the food chain and you're taking yourself out of it. I think that that is okay. So we have exactly the same view on different things. There you go. So that proves us both to be right. I Get used down, to be a vegetarian. Though, I'm. Did I tell yeah. you that ever? Yeah, yeah, you did, yeah. Years ago when I was a skateboarder and I listened to Extreme Noise Terror. I and absolutely they... believe. I Also, here's another thing I believe, and you may say this is arrogant. I absolutely believe that somewhere inside you, because we've had a conversation where you let this slip a little bit, that you think that the idea of meat is fucking bonkers. I think the way it's... Even though I, I you think, love it, even though you think it's good for you. Yeah, I do think it's good. I think it's good for your soul. I think it's important. I think it's important to understand... I think it's, I think it keeps you grounded in nature. I don't want to think I'm not part I of this think... planet and that I'm... Mm. Hello? Hello, mate. Either... Hey. <laughs> You went then. No, I don't want to think that I'm like this deity, that human beings are this deity put here on this planet that are not part of it. Like spiders eat flies and birds eat spiders and foxes eat birds and whatever. I don't want to. I'm, we're part of that. We are part of and that. that old lady eats them all, doesn't she? Well, that is where that song comes from, I guess. She eats everything. She is yeah. top of the food chain. You know what she doesn't eat at the end? A big bar of dark chocolate. No, she doesn't. And look how fat she is because she eats galaxy instead. And cows. But yeah, so I... I, I oh, think that's that what it comes down to. What's that? That people who eat that type of chocolate are fatter. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, yeah it's you're eating sugar. You're, eating su- you're not eating chocolate. You're eating sugar. How much sugar? Is there no sugar in the 70%, 80% Well, if I, if I if you eat a 90% bar of chocolate which is 90% cocoa mass it could maximum it could be as 10% sugar whereas a galaxy would be like 48% I had dark chocolate at Easter and but I I got through it because I'm a glutton and I couldn't no, resist see, that's not, not okay okay sorry to interrupt but that's, that's the difference you don't you can't scoff it down you're not meant to scoff it down it's, no. it's I it's, didn't scoff it down it took me over a week yeah, there you go. You put a, you put a square on your tongue, and you let you and you let it melt, and you enjoy the complex bitter notes of it. You don't. Nom, 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 galaxy. Nom, 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 nom. It's oh, not yum, about yum, 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 uh, galaxy, is it? Well, that's what you're doing. But it's not about just it's it's not about just this like urge to because the, the pleasure you feel is actually just spiking your insulin levels. It's not the actual flavour. It's more of the experience. Is it like a drug? It's a drug. You're, you're using it like a drug. It's my body not telling me. Yeah, but you could say that about heroin, which is like... Yeah, but I'm saying you could say that about heroin that make it feel amazing. Like every cell in your body is having an orgasm. But that's not good. Yeah. Isn't it? Well, it's meant to be... You know what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is... <laughs> what I'm saying is the physiological response your body has to galaxy isn't about the flavor so much as the as the uh yeah the uh, effects of it and Sugar that's what you're craving it. yeah yeah but it doesn't but I said and it, it tastes nice but 
I don't know. I just prefer dark chocolate. And I prefer black coffee with no sugar. And I prefer cigar. I like a cigar. We can agree. We absolutely agree that you believe that. <laughs> that much we can say. All right, Ash. Can't we? We can agree that. We can, we can agree. You can. We can agree that I'm wrong, but think I'm right. Is that what you're saying? No, I didn't say that at that point. I said we both definitely agree that you believe that you prefer those things. Mm. And do we agree you that go. you that you don't believe I prefer them? Yeah, we don't. We both definitely agree that as well. There's two we, things we agree on. Right. So we we well, so we got there in the end. So. We both agree that I think I prefer dark chocolate, but we also agree yes. that I actually don't. I've got an ulterior oh, motive. Hang on. We both agree that now, do yeah. we? Yeah. Well, no, we have to. Oh, okay. So now, what Bloody is hell. my ulterior motive? My... I feel incredible. I've had some sort of, what's the word, endorphin hit with that. <laughs> yeah, like, like a like in a bar of galaxy. So what yeah. is my ulterior motive? Is it, is, it appear, is, your... is it wanting to appear sophisticated? No, not you. That's not your. That's not your thing. You, because you wallow. We've just spoken okay. about this. You wallow in the unhappiness, in the, in the, the difficulty. In the, so it's like, you... I could eat this bar of galaxy. I could munch that down in like four bites. Delicious, yum yum yum. But I'd rather eat this thing that tastes like an ashtray as some sort of punishment. Like, whereas a, oh, a priest, a Catholic oh. priest, would wear a hair shirt or or hit himself with a whip. You eat dark Self-flagellation. See, now, I thought, I thought you was assuming that I was doing it to appear more sophisticated, to have a more no, educated palate. Oh, some okay. people do. But I think that this... this, this let's get You're back admonishing to yourself. Somebody referring to dark chocolate as adult chocolate has offended you because you yes. feel like you've got the palate of a toddler and you didn't like that. No, but I don't eat chocolate as well. You need to remember that. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I'm vegan. Have I not mentioned that? See, there you go. Well, Just Galaxy's not vegan. <laughs> you've just been stringing me along here, haven't you? I don't eat chocolate. I am a vegan. Well, we haven't mentioned the coronavirus. <laughs> so we uh, haven't mentioned the coronavirus. No. I had a thought. Yeah. I think the government is splitting us into classes. I think that's okay. what is happening with key worker and non-key worker. And I think the ultimate aim is to, in the future, key workers keep the machine going and everyone else will yes. be dependent on it, as in, like, state handouts. Yeah. And then control... Are we going... The... Are we going commie? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what... Excellent. But not in a left-wing way. Right-wing... No. Right-wing socialism. Communism. Yeah, capitalists. Yes. Where the capitalists, you either work for the capitalists or the capitalists keep you alive on handouts. But either way, you're all dependent on them. Oh, it's dystopian. Isn't it? I love it. So I think that's what's happening. I think you're right. Big business is being crushed. Because no, big business is crushing small... 
Big business is crushing the small yeah, businesses. But, big, but even big business is going to be government controlled. Well, yeah, no, and the government can say to the big businesses, look, you might not think you cannot pay tax because you're worth this, you're worth that. We can just stop people going out. We can stop yeah. people, uh, you know, we can we can take away your customer base because, and also like the way that wolves became domesticated dogs, the wolves that came around the tribe and were nice, we bred, and the ones that didn't, we didn't feed them and they went away. And they went and stayed wolves, but then the ones that got domesticated become more and more and more domesticated. So the government is Are saying... Are we talking underground so societies? Well, I was just saying, if the government said, stay in... And all the people that stay. So let's say that the let's say that people think this coronavirus is man-made. What would be the benefit of it? A benefit would be Can in I an just... alter... Go on. Carry on. Sorry. Sorry. Now carry on. No, I was going to say. So th this is a scenario. Imagine this is a science fiction film. This is not what I believe, but a theory in a science fiction film. You tell everyone to stay in because there's a nasty virus going about. That virus has been engineered to kill off the ones that aren't subordinate. Eugenics, but where you, instead of people, survival of the fittest, the strongest, the stronger willed rebellious ones all get killed off and you're left with a subservient population. We are talking about the film Demolition Man. Oh, haven't seen it. It's right up your alley, it seems. I think, is that Wesley Snipes? Yeah. What happened to him? Didn't he get to prison for tax fraud? Exactly. Yeah. Joe, there was there was a. <laughs> it's got thing. Dennis Leary in it as well. Oh, that fucking thief. Yeah. Yeah. People don't go on about that anymore, do they? Joke theft. I remember when, about five, six years ago, all of the, all of the um, controversy, if there ever was any on social media between comedians, was about joke theft. But now, like nobody ever talks about it ever. It's like well, gone it's away. Whole thing. Yeah, there was the whole thing about Amy Schumer sort of stealing bits after bits after bits. Yeah. There was the thing about... It was that guy that... It was even made a joke of in Louis C.K.'s show, where he sees uh, him backstage at a gig. Dane Cook. And he just stole bits. He yeah, even Carlos sort of Mencia. doing it, didn't he? Carlos Mencia. Well, and now who gives a shit about any of it? No one gives a fuck, no mate. One. Now it's more about if you use the wrong pronoun. It all moves on, doesn't it? They'll go have something to get in the bee in their bonnet about. So is it just a case of riding it out when it goes wrong? If it's you that's on the receiving end, is it a case of just well, sitting no, and because... waiting? Ah, Louis C.K.'s released a new special, which I hear is amazing, but I don't know how people feel about that. Yeah, I don't know how people feel about that, but I feel like it's very difficult. We've said this before. It's very difficult to serve your time when nothing... You no... haven't been given... It's a bit like this lockdown. If you haven't been given a sentence, when is it over? Yeah, how long does he not... Is his career over? Does he need... To, what What has to happen with him? So, him okay. To have served his... Let's say this. His special isn't on Netflix... It isn't on Amazon. It isn't on no. HBO. He has he had his to download it from his website. He's he, so he has had his platform taken away, as in that there is he is not supported or sanctioned by any entity other than himself. 
So he's put his special out on his own website, which I think you pay $8 for. And if you want to watch it, you completely choose to watch it. It's not thrust upon you. It's not encouraged. It is you have to seek it out yourself. How can, how can someone have a problem with that? Yeah, and but forgive other people for other things. Exactly, but the thing is, you could say, why should he? Why should he be given a platform? He hasn't. He's made his own platform, and he's got that platform. That it's kind yeah. of like cancel culture. Cancel what? Cancel is he's not allowed to make work. Right, fair enough. Because like I've Ron seen Atkin- people saying, like, how dare he? How dare he be doing this? Of course he is. He's a comedian. That's what he does for a living. Not even for a living, that's who he is as a person. He's a comedian. But like when Richard Keyes and Andy Gray were being bawdy on Sky Sports, yeah, they got rid of him because Sky didn't want that representing their company. So like, yeah, their they values went, weren't met. Yeah, their values weren't met, and 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 also they were doing it on Sky set, weren't they? So yeah. that was like, so they got rid of them. But the Lucy K, well, like okay, people could say. This is what annoyed me when he was going to come over here and do some gigs and like some comedians got together and s- 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 put pressure on the clubs that were going to book him so he didn't come over in the end. But that is not your fucking decision. It's with the punters. You... Yeah, they vote with their feet. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's a free market. And, and it's not like... It, this is the thing. Like You can have institutionalised bigotry, which, of course, you have to stamp out. Like, if someone is... If someone works for the police force and in the police force there is institutionalised racism, now all racism is bad, that is a lot worse than someone that holds racist belief that doesn't act on them. That is just worse. Right? So if if you say that Louis C.K. is taken out of the institution of comedy, the machine, yet he's putting out his own specials and people are buying them, it's fuck all to do with you. You won. Yeah, you don't. You have to go out of your way to be offended by it. Well, you well. won. He's he's lost. He's lost his platform. He's lost his backing. He's lost his endorsements from the industry, the machine. He's peddling his own shit out the back of his car boot, and people are buying it. That's what's happened. And you can't do you can't do nothing about that. So just it's up to people to buy it. You can. I just don't understand this. You've got to think the same thing as me, like. I can separate Morrissey. Like this is the thing, people. There's certain people that hate Louis C.K. because of what he did, but they will still listen to Morrissey. He's an awful person. Yeah. Vegan, isn't he? He's a vegan. He's a racist. He's a he's a jing. He's a he's he a loves fascist. dark chocolate. He says. Yeah, he loves dark chocolate. And uh, oh, I still feel ill. My lips keep going dry. I might throw up again. What an episode, Justin. What an episode. They can't all be home runs. No, I think that's a great episode. Listener, you'll have to let us know how you feel about it, really. Like I said, you get what you get. get It's just two blokes having a conversation. We we couldn't have been more upfront about that. We had a new review from uh, Sam the King 25 on iTunes. The headline is Teeth Achingly Tedious. Right. Five stars. This uh, podcast is going to the den is going to the dentist in audio form. Right. That was so that is someone Love that must be listening to back episodes then, because that was when we used to ask for the worst possible review, but it had to be five stars. Yeah. Oh, should we get people to do that yeah. again? 
yeah, leave reviews. Definitely leave reviews. And it only qualifies. Um, it's got to be five stars, and you have to be as scathing and honest. Don't spare our feelings. You can be as honest as you want, but it's got to be five stars to qualify. And that was our little loophole to get good reviews. <laughs> let me know you've done it as well, so that I can actually check. That does yeah. help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen as well. Um, Dave uh, Cooper has put a review on. I can't think what it was called. Maybe I can't think what the podcast app was, but he's put a review on a different podcast app, but I can't see that review. But thank you for doing it. Um, thank you to everyone who is a patron as well. The extra April episode is up and the video episode for the $5 patrons is up. It's a half hour video of Justin in full Justin mode, I would say. I had to re-watch it because I couldn't remember a single thing I said because I did You'd a... gone into the zone, hadn't you? Yeah, I was blackout drunk. I was blackout drunk for the whole thing. <laughs> and I was listening so to it like... if you want to watch that... I've got to say... I've got to <laughs> say... I've got to say... I didn't think I'd have known I was drunk. I didn't know you were drunk. Although I assumed. It's a bit of a worry that you can be blackout drunk yet normal. Anyway, if you want to see it, it's $5 and you can go and see it on our Patreon. So why don't you do that? Even if you just want to see it as a special, it's $5. And if you want to do that monthly, we'll do one every single month. I now know how to do it. It took me about a week to actually edit that. But you did now, a, I've got to say, Ash, you did a good it. job. I was impressed with the production. Well done. It's going to be good. We're going to do another one soon. We're going to do a question and answer uh, bonus podcast as well um, we've got a few questions I think I'm going to leave it a few more days get a few more questions in and maybe we'll record that next week so um, if you want to ask us a question and you listen to this now just tweet me at Ashfrith that's the best place to do it or at Pranks and Firth tweet the question we will answer any question to the best of our ability that's what we're saying and we'll put that up uh, that'll go um, we might do it as its own episode, just on the regular feed. We might put it up. We'll definitely put it up for the patrons first, I would say. Okie dokie. So get your questions in. Get your questions so follow in. Follow us on Patreon. If you want to support us on Ko-fi, co-fi, forward slash pranks. Um, and if you want to go to CD Keys, you can uh, and download computer games. You can do that. You get a discount, a massive discount, and they also pay us some money for that as well. You can find that if you go to our Twitter, our pin tweet. It's got a link. You can just click on that. Go to CD Keys, download a computer game, give us money. Absolutely love it. Love the podcast. Love you, Justin. Oh my God, I said it. Yeah, and yeah, I was going to say if this episode has taught you one thing, that we are nothing if not honest to a fault. So that should so inform the sort of questions you ask. I mean, we're go. open books, I think. We are open books. And they're great books with dust jackets. Yeah. Cheers, mate. I'll speak yeah, to you uh, next week. Right.